But the real trick is that you need to understand before you import any product is what is the standard or the safety that's needed. And where this even gets more tricky is that not every country has necessarily the same standard. There can be different standards for different countries. If you take, for example, the um, something like the oven safety, you know, Europe may have one that's different than the United States. Britain could have one that's different. Germany could have one that's different. You know, all these different countries could all have different types of standards that you need to understand before you import anything into them. Hi, this is Anita, the Global Trade Gal. Today, I want to talk about something which is very important if you're going to buy or sell any type of product from overseas or even within the United States or within your own country. And that's about understanding the product safety that goes with it. I've been in the global trade now for I don't, maybe 20 or 30 years. It's been quite a long time. And one of the trends that I've noticed is how much more difficult it is becoming to be in the global trade arena. And one of the reasons is, is because of all the product safety issues which keep coming up. I think it's probably in my own industry, which is home decor and home furnishing, at least every year or every other year, there becomes something major that comes up that you have to suddenly, you have to, you have to, you know, be in compliance with, or you can't be able to sell any products into the United States. You know, I can think recently some of the examples would be the carbs, which basically, if you don't know what carbs is, carbs has to do with the state of California, and it's about all the MDF and fiber wood that's used in the products cannot have any formaldehyde in it. The interesting thing about the carbs regulations is that, to be honest with you, it only affects the state of California. But because so many people sell into the state of California, it actually affects the entire United States. So any type of major company you're selling to usually wants to make sure that all of the products that you are selling to them have the carbs compliance. The only reason where I've seen it maybe doesn't matter if for some reason, you know, you're only going to sell into one state and only going to sell to one area, then it may not matter. But generally speaking now, Everybody wants to have the carbs compliance. And you might think, well, you know, this isn't really that big of a deal, but you know, it kind of is because it means that, you know, the manufacturers of all the, you know, MDF, which is the multi density fiber board, and all the other boards have had to change their their production. And that, you know, the MDF board that has the carbs on it is more expensive than the MDF board that does not. So, you know, it all adds up on the price and other things. This goes in again to product safety and to testing and the testing standards. And I sort of use it as an example because it sort of shows that when you're in the global trade arena, you need to be able to understand all these things in order to sell products. And I've said this many times in this podcast, and I'll, I'll repeat it again, that actually buying and selling products from overseas is quite technical. You know, a lot of people somehow are under this illusion or they think it's easy, but really it can be quite technical. 
That is why a lot of people who buy and sell products overseas are sort of like their specialist. They will, you know, if they're going to do garments, they'll do, you know, garments and clothing. And, you know, having done a little bit of garments and clothing myself, I know one of the reasons why is because you got everything to do with sizing, you know, what, what size is, uh, which size, um, you know, that, you know, the, is it, you know, what's small, medium, large, what's the, you know, standard sizes for that. You've got all these, you know, you've got the fabrics, you've got, um, you know, all the other, you know, testing and other requirements. Um, another area which is huge is children's toys. There's a lot of testing for children's toys. Um, another area, you know, would be like shoes. I've worked in the shoe industry when I first started out in global trade. And I can tell you, just understand the sizing, the fit of the shoe. It's very, very technical. In my own industry, in, in home furnishings and home decor, you know, there's a lot of things like if you're going to do things as dishes or, or other things is to be able to know and to understand what are the product and the safety standards in that. For example, if you wanted to know if a ceramic dish or if a dish that you have was oven safe, in order to really know that, that dish would have to go to a testing facility and then they would test it and they would then say that this is oven safe. And that's really what most of the good manufacturers will do. They will take it to a testing agency like Bureau, Bureau Vertes or SGS, and then they will pay for them to do a test on that product to certify that that product meets up to a certain safety or other standard. But the real trick is that you need to understand before you import any product is what is the standard or the safety that's needed. And where this even gets more tricky is that not every country has necessarily the same standard. There can be different standards for different countries. If you take, for example, the um, something like the oven safety. You know, Europe may have one that's different than the United States. Britain could have one that's different. Germany could have one that's different. You know, all these different countries could all have different types of standards that you need to understand before you import anything into them. This is where the technical expertise becomes very important. And it's not only just for, like, you just understand the product itself. It can also be per country or per location or who you're selling to, that the standards could all be very different and could require different testing or either even different testing agencies. You know, so when you buy a product and you look on the bottom of it, like take, for example, again, like a, a ceramic dish, and you look at the bottom of a ceramic dish and you will see, you know, there'll be some symbols there. And there could be, you know, one symbol that says, you know, this, this dish is, um, I mean, it's food safe. And that should mean that the dish has then been tested up to the food safety requirement. And for the United States, it would, of course, be the FDA. So again, that dish would have to be taken into a testing agency, and then it would have to be tested up to the food safety, for, for it to have the food safety symbol. There could be another symbol on the bottom of it that says microwavable. And again, it should be tested to know that the dish can be microwavable. And to be honest, not every dish is automatically food safe or microwavable. You know, some dishes can have metal in them, which means it could not be put in the microwave. Um, you know, the glaze might have metal in it, that you know, the top glaze on it. And maybe it's not food safe. It's not for food. It's not to, meant to be eaten off of that. It really needs to be a dish that, you know, does have the food safety. 
Another symbol would be the dishwasher safety symbol to show that the dish can actually be put in a dishwasher. And then, of course, um, another symbol would be this freezer safety, that it could be frozen. And it should be tested then to be to make sure that it could be frozen, you know, put into a freezer. And then finally, that it could be oven safe. You know, so there's all these different symbols, you know, that you see, like, even if you take, for example, a ceramic dish, you can see, you know, on the bottom of that, that there's all these little different symbols. And each one of those symbols, you know, that dish should actually have been tested for each one of those in order for it to have that symbol on it. And that's where it becomes, can become very complex when you are looking to buy and sell a lot of different products and to export them into different markets is each one of these markets could have slightly different requirements. Or maybe the requirements are similar, but you have to get a different test. Just because you have a test for the U.S. market may not automatically mean that the test can be also, you know, go to the European market. It depends upon the country and the standard of the individual country. This is why, again, I keep saying that actually buying and selling products from overseas or just buying and selling products in general is very technical. And it has become more and more technical. And I believe it will continue to become more and more technical as more you know, countries start putting in different regulations, they start putting in different safety things, they you know, start putting in different requirements. There will start being different, you know, more regulations that you as the importer or the exporter will need to show that you comply to. And so you need to really understand what you must comply to and why you must comply to it in order to really know what you need to test for and what you need to do. And that really is the trick of where it can become difficult. And you might ask, well, why does this even matter? I just want to buy a few products and just want to sell them on Amazon. Why does it matter? Well, even companies like Amazon, you know, look at this. They want to make sure that if you're selling a product, that it actually lives up to that standard of what you said it's going to. So even understanding the product safety for that is important, even for like companies like Amazon. And also, if you do not have the proper um, safety, it can also be stopped at the customs when you import the products. So you really need to understand what you are buying and selling and what the standards are for that product to sell it into the market that you want to sell it into. If you'd like to find out more about how you can tell if a ceramic dish is oven safe and some of the safety requirements for um, ceramic dishes, I do have a blog and I'll put a link below that you can look at. It might give you some ideas too for some of the testing and the testing requirements. Thank you so much for listening. This is Anita from the Global Trade Gal. And if you'd like to find out more how we can help you through our company, Mindoro, that we specialize in creating, developing, and manufacturing home decor and home furniture products with a social conscience, I should add, we will put a link below to our website that you could contact us and find out more about us. We'd like to thank our team that helps put this together, especially Rico helps put these podcasts together and make sure that they are up there. We'd like to really thank you as our listener for listening to us and subscribe and give us a thumbs up. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening.